0: NYC Apartment Zone, From New York City, this is the NYC Zone Teams
1: Podcast, a show where we discuss everything about New York City real estate
0: and much more. You have questions, we have answers.
1: And now, here are your hosts,
0: John and Nikolai.
1: All right, so here we are with our the third episode here on the podcast. We have some a couple of guests here. We have Richard Babick from the Focus team here in Keller williams and also we have Jared, who actually just started, uh, what was that, three, four months ago?
2: Yeah, three months ago, October 18th. Okay, cool, cool, cool. That's and very, precise. very yeah. precise.
1: Yeah, and we have Nikolai, of course, and the famous Marina, who's going to go ahead and give us some topics, I mean, not topics, but questions of, uh, of the topic that we have today. So what is the topic that we're talking about?
2: So the topic that we're talking about is is I want
1: to become a real estate agent. What do I need to know? OK, so people who want to be a real estate agent. And the reason why we actually got everyone here, uh, Richard actually, is from the Focus uh, team, has been in real estate for a while. And Jared is fairly new. The NYC Zone team have been around for about three years. So we kind of have a mixture of, of different experience here in the room. So I guess how we, we could start this is kind of like, Richard, if you want to give some like feedback, a little bit experience from your background.
0: Uh, Sure. So, uh, again, this is Rich from the uh, Focus Real Estate team uh, here at Keller Williams. And can you just repeat the question one more time?
1: No, I mean, uh, we'll get into that, but just talk a little bit about your background. Oh, What got you into real estate?
0: Yeah. Um, What got me into real estate really was uh, just like a freak freak accident, Mm -hmm. really. Um, I was doing some internet development stuff, working on an online poker game. And one of the colleagues from that, from that venture uh, had a husband that was already in the real estate business, and she thought that he and I would get along really, really well. Long story short, he and I got together for a beer at the Ainsworth in West Chelsea, and the rest is history. Um, I hit the ground running very quickly, and you know, fast forward five years, and obviously, I believe it was the best career decision I ever made for myself.
1: Nice. How many years have you been in real estate?
0: Uh, five as a as a full time as a full time agent,
1: five and then part time another, um, on and off for probably like ten years on and off. So you kind of have an idea more about New York City real estate more or less.
0: Uh, I believe I have a firm grasp on New York City real estate, but the education never ends, right. and every day is something new. You never know where it's going to come from, and that's the most exciting part. Is that. Every day, you get to scrap what happened the day before and start all over again and right. just grow, grow, build, build, and sky's the limit.
3: And uh, since we're in New York uh, and we have higher price points, how many listings do you take usually per year?
0: Uh, so so last year, our team did just over $70 million in in volume with roughly 150 transactions.
1: Nice. Great. So, nice, nice, nice. Um, Jared. You've been in, you say you started about three months ago. Yes, sir. Um, What got you into real estate?
2: Uh, So I was in sales before I worked at a health uh, healthcare tech company called ZocDoc. You could book doctor appointments online. Um, Good app, by the way. Yeah, it's a great app. Uh, Doctors pay for it, free for patients, and realized I wanted something more autonomous and something where I could interact with people face-to-face. As opposed to like depersonalized conversations on the phone, yeah, and real estate. Obviously, everyone needs to live somewhere, so the reach was just much bigger. So took the uh, the course this past summer. Yeah, did it after like after work, do like a couple hours each night, and got my license in September. Quit my job in October, and the rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Here you are, here yeah. you are, here
1: you are. And what is what is your experience so far? Like as you joined.
2: It's Keller tough. Williams. Uh, well, Keller Keller Williams is awesome. Yeah. Uh, definitely a lot of support. Um, everyone seems a lot friendlier than I thought. Right. Um, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> but there's definitely a camaraderie at Keller Williams that I right. know exists elsewhere. Even no. though we're all our own bosses. Sure. Um, there still seems to be a team atmosphere. Right. Um, but it's tough uh, mm. doing rentals. Um, right you know representing tenants is not the easiest obviously my goal is to be on the listing side but everyone has to start somewhere and just getting it my all done three three rentals since i've started and Mm -hmm. may have my fourth this week so
1: awesome good stuff man good stuff and i guess since we're on the topic i mean i don't know if we've talked about our past and what got us into it uh, Nikolai. Um. Sure, like I can
3: mention. We, you know, we both came to New York from different parts. We right. are not really originally from New York. I'm from Russia. I grew up in Spain, and then I came here originally for college. Uh, so, you know, both of us didn't really have any connections. We were just eager to get going to, you know, start helping people, start making money, and to see how the industry functions. Uh, so when we joined Keller Williams, we were like on the same training practice group of people, I guess. And uh, we're closing about five deals a month each. And we partnered up on one of the deals. We saw, we saw the potential of working together. And uh, after a while, we realized that it's going to be the right fit to start figuring out how to make it in this business without having any particular connections, without having wealthy parents here, without having, you know, a database of friends that graduated from Harvard and buying multi-million dollar <laughs> apartments. So, you know, we we decided that in the long run we want to do sales, which we, I think, successfully finished the transition last year doing mainly sales. And, um, I think that was the main goal, which uh, we're right. just trying to increase the amount, better our services, right. and uh, figuring out more. When, he's,
1: when he says we, he's obviously talking about yeah. me and you, yeah. um, but what, what got, what, why real estate? Why did you even join real estate?
3: Well, I've done multiple things before. I was, right. ty- I was trying to turn a professional tennis athlete. That didn't happen, so I came here for college. In college, I worked for a country club. I worked for a hotel. I've done multiple things. Mm-hmm. And then, at one point, I was actually... Uh, teaching a son of one of the very successful real estate agents in Hoboken, New Jersey. Yeah. She was like, you know, hey, come take a look what I do. And she showed me, you know, the nice and fun side of showing apartments and stuff. I was like, oh, that's great. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> and um, then I came to New York and uh, I saw that things are a little bit more complicated than that. You know, mm-hmm. how you really go after business, what you have to do. And it really goes far beyond just showing apartments and hmm. looking pretty. That's actually a, a very
1: side thing about looking of pretty. Business. Oh no, no, <laughs> yeah, um, cool man. Um, just to give a little brief of the reason why I even joined real estate. Um, I, I'm originally from Miami, Florida. I went to Florida State University in Tallahassee, and uh, I actually was trying to be in film school, and uh, didn't really work out that way. Got into hospitality. When it, after I was done there, I went back to Miami, and I was like, you know, I'm either going to go to two places, either it's going to be L.A. or New York City. I uh, went to L.A. for about a week, fell in love, and then I just realized I didn't really have anybody there uh, to really crash at. And I had some friends who was living, who were like living in New York City at the time, so I was able to crash there. So I figured, you know what, let me go to New York City. Oh, hell yeah. And uh, went ahead and just, uh, I reached out to a bunch of film distribution companies because I still wanted to do film. And I finally got a bite from one of them. He said, yeah, come on through. We have an internship. So I packed my bags, came to New York. Did that for about a year, and then after the, after the year, we'll just kind of like, what next? What am I gonna do? I um, always had a, I always had some sort of thing about real estate, like growing up, and uh, ba- especially back down in Miami. And um, when I first came here, and realized that the real estate prices here were pretty high, rental and for sales, um, I figured with all the skills that I've learned in my past, like creating videos, you know, doing this kind of stuff, doing websites, I could use it to uh, in real estate and. Here we are, and that's why I met Nikolai here in Keller Williams, and I made that decision just to, uh, to get into real estate. So,
3: yeah. Boom. I, I think for everybody, pretty much, it's uh, in a way being your own boss, but at the same time, it's just wearing multiple hats, marketing. Budgeting, and yeah. uh, talking to people,
1: Your business owner. Yeah, correct. a business. Correct. I think a lot of people forget that it is a business. It is a full-time business. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's like Jay-Z said in that song. He said, I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. man? <laughs> and I challenge anyone to point out what song that is
1: because I forgot. I,
0: I forgot the name of the song, but that line. I do
1: remember that line, it though. sticks
0: out like a sore
1: thumb, bro. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, now that we kind of got a grasp of everyone and what uh, why they joined real estate, I guess we could start with the questions in regards to the main topic. So, what do we got? What's the first question? Let's right. go. So, the first
2: question is, what are, are the requirements to get a real estate license? Jared, I, I mean, it's so yeah. fresh for you, so I, I feel. Absolutely. Um, so, to be a licensed real estate salesperson in New York, you do need to take a 75-hour course. Um I took a Kaplan course which was online, which is great for those who are working full time, but yeah. I do think there are a couple of academies where you could actually learn the material in person. After that, um you do need to pass the end of course exam. And once you pass that exam you're eligible for the state exam. So two tests in total, seventy-five hours of coursework, and if you're really committed And you don't have many obligations, you could probably knock it out in like three weeks.
3: So let me ask you a question. Um, What's harder to be? A, brain surgeon, B, an attorney, or C, a real estate agent? What's the the hardest way to get license in?
2: Uh, I'd say a brain surgeon.
3: Brain surgeon. (laughs) Not not real estate agent. No.
2: uh, So the barrier to entry uh, to real estate is pretty much non-existent. I mean, it's just surviving. Most people don't renew their license. I think like 80... 80% 80% turn into a license after two years. Correct. So.
1: Sure. I think it's even higher, to be honest. Yeah.
2: The hard part is sticking around. It's definitely higher.
1: It's definitely. I think it's like 85 the first eight months. Yeah. Something and then like, like, when it gets to two years, they just say, you know what? Forget it. However, they're not even going to renew it. The
0: good news is, is that if you do the math and you do the research over, I don't know, I'm throwing it out there, a 10-year period, The return on your investment of your time, energy, and money that you spent to get your real estate license blows being a brain surgeon or a lawyer out of the water. In fact, it actually rivals, and this is going back to Mm -hmm. something that I heard Gary Keller say, the only thing that gives you a higher return on your investment of your money over time is owning a McDonald's franchise, and you have to put in millions of dollars to get that, and how much did it cost you to get your license?
2: Yeah, uh, I believe maybe... $300? $300
0: to earn an (laughs) infinite sum of money. I mean, I think that's a ridiculous
1: opportunity. Mm -hmm. The return on your investment is uh, pretty good with real estate. For sure. Uh, I think one thing I'll point out is because you just mentioned there's two exams, the state and the the school exam. Yep, yep. Um, I remember when I was doing that, I actually scheduled my state exam after I passed – the school exam. Yeah, and you're
2: right. I don't think it matters, the, the order.
1: It doesn't matter the order, yeah. and I realized that after the fact. Gotcha. And I had to, like, if I had, if I wanted to take the test here in Manhattan, so this is, like, for anyone who's interested in New York City, um, I, I would have to wait, like, three months in order to take the exam here in Manhattan, so I ended up having to schedule it in Albany Oh, because, man. And, you know, and rented out a car and then drove all the way to Albany in order to do it, I just did, so I could get it the next week. I did so. Binghamton. Yeah, same thing, right? Because uh, it was a longer it Rock had to story. do a long wait. Yep. So I recommend like if you do register, like just register for the state exam, like immediately pick a date because anyway it's gonna take a long mm-hmm. time. Alright, what's next?
2: Alright, so what makes a good real estate agent? Woo! That's yeah. a
0: great question. <laughs> great question. And it's actually one that, that I guess I, I get asked quite often uh from people in the office and people that are looking to get into the business. Um, what what does it take to make a great real estate agent? I think um, one word stands out right right off the bat, and that is persistence. Yeah. Uh, because this is a very very up and down type of business. At the very beginning, you're gonna have your very high highs, and then you're gonna experience your very low lows. But if you are committed to you know growing a business like we said that we like we're doing, right. Eventually, your persistence will will level the playing field and rather than having these peaks and valleys in your business if you're persistent enough in your activities it'll create a very constant and predictable keyword predictable uh flow of income so you can sustain the lifestyle that you that you desire to have and then grow there on and so on and so forth so what
3: you're saying is that uh people on commission they can predict their income if they do the right thing
0: that's right. I mean, the it's a numbers it's a numbers game, much like any any sales driven business. Mm-hmm. If you know how many people you need to talk to and how many of those people you need to meet, then you can start start you can start to predict how many of those people turn into contracts and how many of those contracts will equal a certain amount of money for you to for you to live, and then you can scale scale up accordingly mm-hmm. if you want to move into the next you know tax bracket or or uh, goal for GCI.
1: Right, so yeah, I think the main thing, like you said, when you first started, it was just like being just persistent. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of people quit; is they just they just reach out to one person once, maybe twice, and then give up.
0: Yeah, I you mean, know, it's uh some people, you know, they they are adverse to rejection. A lot of people they hear the word no and they clam up and and they close the door behind them and walk out. Right, but you never know. You never know if you just ask one more question or. Just throw in one more tidbit into the conversation that gets swayed in a completely different opportunity, and that's the difference between you walking out with a signed document, getting hired to do a, a job or, or not. So being persistent in the follow-up, in the asking questions, you know, we talk about going very deep. Here at KW, going five layers deep on anything that anyone ever says, right. and that persistency will ultimately lead to to success. I I'm a firm believer in that.
1: And I you know and I think that's actually a skill that people just develop with time too. Because I think Absolutely. when when someone starts and they like they feel like oh man I can't like I try I can't do it. I they can't d- call call I, I can't, can't
3: call this person. They say can't 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 can't, can't. Right.
1: and then. The end, and then they end up quitting.
0: Well, right. So. Well, well by, by them saying can't, can't, can't all the time, all they're right. doing is programming can't, right. can't, can't, can't in their mind. Right. But here's the good news, guys, and this is everyone out there in podcast land. All it takes <laughs> is one. All it takes is that one sweet bite of that apple of when right. you pick up the phone and you cold call for a sale by owner or an expired and they say yes it is the most amazing drug you can possibly get in sales is when somebody says yes, because if it's like, I got this guy to say yes, I need to call another guy for them to say yes. That's right. And so on and so on and so on. And it just becomes so addicting. It, that is the drug that you want to be addicted to, right. aside from everything else outside the office, whatever. <laughs> 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 getting, getting, getting people to say yes and sign on the dotted line in sales is, is the most amazing and feeling, rewarding yeah. feeling. That really you can is. have them it's, it's, it's trusting awesome. you with yeah. a multi-million-dollar property. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, great. it goes a long way. I mean, and real estate is just that kind of sale where it's big enough and so meaningful for someone's life that they're putting the key, literally putting the keys of their house right. in your hands right. for you to take them from point A, of meeting them, and point Z to putting the the check into their into their bank account when it closes. So it's it's an it's it's an awesome and rewarding rewarding place to be. What's the
1: saying? It's like uh go through every no to get a yes or like
0: every
3: no gets you closer to a, a yes. yes, there you go. Uh, every so, no. Yeah, there's so
1: many
0: iterations. <laughs> there's so many iterations. That should be like that. the slogan for real estate. I mean it will make for an awesome bumper sticker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll buy it. Just design it, design it. Alright, fifty cents. <laughs> Alright, let's go on to the next question. What have we got?
2: Alright, so I don't know if this will be like a repeat question, but what can a career in real estate offer me?
1: I well, think I think it is a little bit of a repeat. It but is a repeat, but to
3: summarize it, I think it's just uh, unlimited opportunities because it really, like, from what we see, top producers, uh, they don't stop on just being a highly productive real estate agents. They go to open their businesses. They go to open further franchise of Keller Williams. They go to invent their own apps. They are able to almost remove themselves from doing real estate when you just begin, you're like working 70, 80 hours a week on your own, but in the end, they're able to have a team of people that support them, help them um, produce better results, and they're able to move to other ventures that they're interested in. And yeah. everyone wins. A
0: huge win-win. There and it's go. like we all say in the office, it gives you the opportunity to to build your life by design and not just coast through it like many people, unfortunately, choose to do. Yeah, that's correct.
1: Okay. So why do I need a brokerage, and
0: can I be an independent agent?
3: That's a that's a good question. Uh, I mean, we in New York are structured a little bit differently. Not everybody is a part of realtor per se, we're more part of Real Estate Board of New York and um, one of the rules of Real Estate Board of New York is that every broker that belongs to it, which are all major ones um, do belong to it, they have to cooperate with one another. So since on every transaction, almost on every transaction there is a buyer's agent and a seller's agent and the commission is being split two ways uh, being a part
1: of a reputable firm helps you to make sure you actually get paid. That's one of the things. I think um, I think we, I think for, I'm trying to understand this clearly. Is do I need to be with a brokerage or can I go solo? And by I believe by law you have to go under a brokerage, yeah. Uh, unless, unless, and the only way that you could open your you can't go solo. You can't like sell an apartment and then get a check to your name. Yeah. Um, you would have to first. You have to get your brokerage license. And the way how you get your brokerage license is if you have experience under a broker, like a brokerage kind of like Keller Williams in this example or Element or mm-hmm. which other one. Um, and uh, I think there's a certain amount of points. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I think there's a certain amount of points yeah. you have to, like, comply with and knowing that you have experience in sales. Correct. Two years, this and that. And then you have to, like, take a – 45-hour additional – It's another class that yeah. you have to do. And then I think another state exam probably. Indeed. So another state exam and everything. And once that is done, you get your official brokerage license and then you can have your own brokerage if that's but what you want to do. There,
3: there, is, there is a lot more advantage by joining one of the reputable brokerages. And, of course, we would advocate for being a part of Keller Williams due to education, support, and the culture of the company.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of them. And I would say do your homework. You know, yep. check out all of them. And um and yeah, John Calla Williamson then. <laughs> John at Williamson end. All right. And that that's all the questions? That's all the questions we got? Okay. So um yeah, I mean i I guess any sort of last words you want to say? Uh Jared, anything you want to put in there?
2: Um I mean it's kinda cliche, but real estate's nothing like the shows, at least initially. So I'm glad
1: you mentioned that, man, because yeah. I feel like a lot of people do think it's like that. They yeah, think it's and I just, knew
2: going in it wasn't. Like I right. spoke I had spoken to maybe five different agents and that was probably their biggest takeaway, like, yo man, this is not like Bravo. <laughs> like just get ready. It's gonna be tough and I right. believe them then and obviously since joining definitely reaffirmed right. that sentiment.
1: How's your mindset when you first started to now? Where would you say you're you're at?
2: Um I would say I came in with a lot more energy. I'm still sure. energetic, but right. I think I'm starting to realize there's going to be roadblocks. Yep. People are flakier than I thought. Right. But you, like you said, you got to be persistent. I think. Yeah. Right. I think Bu- a lot of Buyers
0: people, are liars. That's
3: what they say. Yeah. Right? right.
2: And I think a lot of people kind of leave before the best part of the ride. You know.
3: Right. So gets it's, there, so I'm so just trying It's more trying of a marathon, there. right?
2: I think so. I mean, it is. my my mentor. He used to work at the HEC group, he moved back to LA, but he said it's a long term game, you're not going to know everything, and just accept that and learn every day, preview as much as possible, and right. just give it your so,
1: all. So, I think we should clear the myth that brokers don't just sit around and just collect commission checks, right? No, I, no. I, <laughs> no. we actually have to work yeah. to get listings, you don't we actually get have things. to work yeah. to sell the listing, and then get to the final line, which is. To the closing table Not everybody
0: gets a fancy suburban With a driver (laughs) Getting driven around the town With a a personal
1: vlogger Following them everywhere Right It's it's, it's different Everyone Each agent Like has a different experience And it's not like how it is on television I'm glad you're mentioning that Because I think A lot of people Do come into this industry Thinking that it's just It's going to be rainbows And butterflies And And, you know A lot of people come in With desperate money needs And then they realize They don't get that first check The first week And then they quit yeah. seen that multiple times yeah. and, and and you
3: can make it a rainbow and everything very nice and sweet it's just gonna take time because
1: anything worth building takes yeah. time any business yeah. no, you know, any sort of business yeah. I mean, this whole this whole thing on about being an entrepreneur is great but people think that just being an entrepreneur is all you have to do in order to get rich no you actually have to put in the work to get to it and it's not always rainbows and butterflies yeah. and, but when you get to the promised land it will be Rainbows and Butterflies.
0: Definitely, Definitely Rainbows and Butterflies. <laughs>
1: anything you want to close with, Richard? Um,
0: anything do I want to, if I want to close with anything. Okay, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with everything you guys are saying about TV. It's made everything a lot sexier on its surface, but most of the people do forget that there's a lot of dirt work behind it. And for everyone that's listening to this podcast that's interested in getting into real estate I 100% stand behind everything that we talked about today, persistence, you know, perseverance, all those P's that you can think of relating to success certainly apply here. And at the end of the day, to be successful in anything, re- real estate or whatever, you just got to show up. Right. And a lot of the reasons why people fail in this business is because they just don't show up because they get one or two no's, they don't get a paycheck that first week and they say it's not for them. Right. But little did they know if they just waited a little bit longer and they kept showing up, they would have just getting smacked in the face with checks every week going forward for the rest of their life. But they choose to go and do something different and, you know, collect a paycheck every two weeks and basically waste their life for 40 years and never really achieving true true greatness. And and that's what this business gives all of us in this room opportunity, an opportunity yeah. to do is, is achieve something greater and bigger than we are and for the next generation following us. So that that's really what's important to me. Cool, man. Cool, cool, cool.
1: And
3: Nikolai,
0: anything you want to close with?
3: Yeah, I think just in general, if you enjoy learning, if yeah. you enjoy pushing yourself, because, I mean, I just remember getting back on the phone the first time when we just started first year, I got somebody screaming and yelling at me. And, you know, at first it's intimidating, yeah. but then you just kind of become numb to it and you come across lots of wonderful people that actually, or what was it, like our first closing, the person said, oh, and everything started from the phone call.
1: Yeah, yeah, we went with our one of our first... Um one of our first appointments that we got and we got the listing and everything at the closing table I was there and it was just kinda like, you know, and to think <laughs> we had the commission check. The commission check was like around fifty thousand dollars and it was like and just to think that this all happened with with a phone call. Correct. Yeah.
3: So you the know. people sold the property that didn't sell first time around. That's yeah. one. It was great for them. Uh, two, they were able to move to Florida, buy yeah. another place there, enjoying yeah. sunny weather. And, and super th- happy. Correct. And um, yeah. three, you know, we're able to achieve the first list and actually getting it sold. So, like I said, if you enjoy learning, if you can push yourself, going past the rejection,
1: yeah.
3: um, and um, you're surrounded by the right people, the right culture, yeah. I think um, the sky is the limit. And
1: um, that's what we truly believe in. Perfect. Um, awesome. I think that kind of wraps up this podcast. I think it was actually pretty good. And you, John? Um, are you going to add anything to close it? Um, I'm, John? I'm, I'm going to add something. And, you know, I'm going to add it with make sure you follow us on our social media, <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, on our YouTube channel as well, too. And don't forget to visit our website at NYCapartmentZone.com. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. All right. Take care.
2: NYCapartmentZone. NYCapartmentZone.com.